Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. CannabisRadio.com presents Grassroots Marketing on Location. Featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those impacting and evolving the cannabis industry. We now take you to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo in Phoenix, Arizona. We are with the very infamous Farmer Tom Lowerman. How you doing, Farmer Tom? Uh, pretty good. We're doing fine. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, gosh, you, your name is synonymous with growing good marijuana tell me how did you get into this space well i'm from san diego california and and, uh, i started landscaping at 12 and um, had my hands in the dirt like ever since then so it's kind of been a natural evolution for me i was surfer skateboarder kind of hippie healthy eating type of guy and uh, cannabis was you know my number one go-to Nice, nice. Now, I, I, I see you out at many shows. Uh, you're, you're definitely on the circuit. Um, tell me about what you guys are doing right now. What's, what's your primary focus? Well, my focus is like helping these small farmers get on their feet and get out here. And these new markets like Arizona, a lot of people really want to jump in. And I just, I, you know, I really want to help people out. I want to make sure people don't throw money into the wind, you know. That's great. That's great. What what do you run into most often that you kind of shake your head at? <laughs> well, um, I really the things I that really kind of bothers me the most or really hurts me the most is when I catch these sixty year old and late fifty year old people saying they're gonna you know cash in their retirement and put it all into cannabis and become marijuana farmers. Well, I just tell them 
please don't waste your money. Yeah. You know, there's big players out there with millions of dollars that are going to eat you guys up. This right. probably isn't the time for it. Right. You know, later down the road, we're going to be able to, it's going to turn into the whole microbrewery industry. Yep. And we'll have these boutique farmers everywhere that grow really good cannabis. And, yep. and that's what Sam Adams of. Oh, well, I wouldn't go Sam Adams, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Maybe like Heathen Brewing or Hopworks or some of my favorites out of the... There we go. Actually, since I've been here, I've really tasted some fine beer, like the Dragoon Mountain IPA. Yeah. You guys do a good job out there. <laughs> I, I know Arizona tries. Yeah. That's no, for certain. I mean, their, their beer, craft beer game is really accelerated, and the cannabis industry is soon to follow. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's the exciting thing. I, I know that, you know, Arizona is blooming, no pun intended. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, I know with, with help like you guys, you know, the real established folks, I, I know Arizona is going to really parlay itself. Now, we're sitting here at, at Southwest Cannabis Conference. You weren't here last year, were you? No, or? no, no. My first year here. Okay. All right. What's, what's your thoughts on this event? Oh, I think it's been an excellent event. Very well attended. You know, 200 vendors. They put it together in last minute. And I think these guys did an awesome job. Yeah. Not bad for three weeks. <laughs> no, I think it's pretty amazing, man. It's one of the better shows that I've been to. Um, a lot of good vendors, a lot of, a lot of good you know, I mean, Arizona's hungry right now. Let's yeah. not, you know, let's not yeah. gloss over that. You know, the election coming up, legalization, people kind of want to feel it out, see which way to go. Yep. And it's a great place for it. So I'm going to ask, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of a, a harder question here. Sure. Um, you know, we, we here in Arizona are facing Prop 205. Uh, you know, and as you said, we're just a couple of weeks out from the election. Uh, what's your thoughts on uh, on Prop 205? Are you familiar? I'm not, I'm not super familiar with all of them, but, like, right now they all seem to be big money driven. But, you know, it's a tough one to weigh out, you know what I mean? It's really these big new states that are coming on California. Um, There's a ground war in California right now over it. Oh, I know. There was the last election, too. So, you know, this, it's really going to hit hurt the small farmer. But on the other end, they get to grow, you know, X amount of plants and have X amount of cannabis and so people can grow their own. And, you know, the people stop going to jail, you know. So it's really a tough one to weigh out. I mean, I think it's a personal decision for everybody to make. It's really going to help hurt the small farmers that have established this whole industry, you know, through the whole Humboldt region. It's really going to hurt a lot of those small mom and pop farmers, you know, and really just help a few big uh you know, commercial operations, you know. So I, I'm, I'm going to ask, if you were in California, would Farmer Tom be voting yes on 64? Well, you know, what I, what I'm, what I plan on doing, and I'm, you know, it's a, it's a real tough one. I have to go with the farmers and, and kind of vote against it, yeah. you know, but there's also a lot of, you know, a lot less people are going to go to jail. It's, oh, man, it's such a tough it's one. A tough one. It's yeah, a it's a real tough one, but only a few people are going to win. I mean, they could definitely write a better law, and uh, uh, and I'm sure people are getting cannabis, but as we've seen in Washington and Oregon, there's still a lot of people, you know, in the closet and until it really becomes legal before they actually start consuming. Yeah. So, I mean, can uh, can the industry wait, wait that long? Well, California 
has maybe lost some opportunities uh, by not jumping in earlier, you know. I mean, we've had to go through this Washington and and Colorado and now Oregon or all these states are coming on board, and they're going through the same growing pains, you know. They really want to super regulate it like it's uh, heroin or something. And, and our best thing to do is be able to educate state governments and local governments and the federal government like we have on the safety of cannabis. Right. Now, so let's take one step back, maybe a really big one, 35,000-foot view. You know, the United States as a whole is facing the largest cannabis vote in, in its history. Um, what are your thoughts on that as a whole? We're looking at nine states that have made the ballot for one form of legalization, whether medical or recreational. and. You know, taking the the language out of it, the the idea of reform as a whole here uh, in nine states. What's your thoughts there? I mean, I think it's a great thing. You know, we got to stop start somewhere, and uh, you know, without getting out there and pioneering, and you know, just trying to change the existing laws. Like up in Washington, um, we're we're learning. You know, up there, you know, these uh, a lot of these money interest put a lot of money behind these laws and they've been terrified of the small farmer up there in washington you know but what i tell them you really should be terrified of all the growers in oregon (laughs) because that's the really good growing region (laughs) and the amount of cannabis that's coming out of oregon this year is mind-blowing so what's going to happen is it's going to go back to the to the boutique you know the craft brewery model you know and these small Boutique farmers will become famous one day. We'll be able to have their own, yeah. you know, line out there of products. Yeah, yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so in, until that, you know, I've kind of set myself up to do some uh, licensing deals. Yeah. So what we do is um, we're kind of like Snoop Dogg and Willie. We, but my goal is to help small farmers stay on their farm. Yeah. You know, and like in Arizona market and, and in Oregon, they're vertically integrated. That means they own it from... From seed to sale, yeah. the whole process. Yeah. So the model goes like the owners of the stores, they have their own grows, their friends grow a couple of extra strains for them, and then they have a few celebrity brands. Yeah. Where well, we get to come in is help these other small farmers who are great farmers out there who may not um, be con- so well connected. We get to help them bring their products to the market by using our branding and marketing and you know distribution chains out there. Yeah. And that's the kind of model we're going for. My deal is I've been a small farmer's right a- activist and advocate for years and years and years. And uh, as many small farmers as I can help out with my, you know, not everybody can grow a nice beard or, you know, articulate <laughs> on the radio or look good behind a camera or whatever. But right. there's still a lot of good farmers out there. So, you know, yeah. if I help a bunch of, uh, if I help just a few small farmers stay on their farm and farm, be able to keep their farm, then I've done my work. That's great. That's great. Tom, thanks for taking a few minutes to come by and talk to us. You know, we love having you on the network. I, I know that you talk with Russ frequently. We thoroughly enjoy what you do. We support what you do. Keep up the great work. All right. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for listening to this edition of Grassroots Marketing on location, only on CannabisRadio.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.